Welcome back to Crashes. This is Deanna Ortiz. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am reporting live from the street of the Hozier concert here at the Chicago Theater. Honey, thanks for asking. I know you're probably thinking, why didn't she post on a Monday? And that's because I am waiting for you, Crushes Nation, to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. Please, please, please tweet at Hozier. Let him know that you want him to call into the podcast because we are doing it. And if it doesn't happen, I well, jump in the river. So <laughs> that's where my life is right now. I am obsessed and he will be obsessed with this podcast just as much as you all are. And <laughs> please remember to tell your best friends, your worst enemies to listen to this podcast. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram on the Instagram page at crushes podcast is where you can play hot or just tall along with this week's guest. And this week's guest is amazing. It is Caleb Heron. He is so, so stupidly funny. It makes my back hurt from laughing so hard. Also, don't worry, I didn't <laughs> record with Caleb in the alley behind the Chicago Theater like I'm recording this right now. It is a true jazz fuzz recording. We get into our favorite musicians. We get into our favorite crushes and our favorite brothers. Um, and this really was a fun one to record. I know you guys are going to have a lot of fun listening to it. You can follow Caleb at Caleb.CrossFit on Instagram and on Twitter. Please do. He truly pops off on Twitter. And sit back and get ready for a great show because it was so much fun to record it. And just remember before you go is that everybody's got a crush and everybody wants to be crushed on. I'm constantly on Twitter. That's what I'll say. Yeah. So anything that's that's be that's like trending on Twitter, popping off on Twitter, taking place on Twitter, yeah. I'm generally aware of. You do pop off on Twitter. I I stay on Twitter, so I know what's going on on there. Yeah. My own content is a mess. I feel like I have no voice. No, your content is good. Really? Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> I feel like 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 I look at like Dan White, who's amazing on Twitter, and he has such a consistent brand on there. Yeah. Like he's always playing like some helpless corporate dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm like, sometimes I'll tweet like in character and then other times I'll tweet like listening to sad music, (laughs) (laughs) like stuff that's like completely, it's kind of perfect. (laughs) I mean, it's all over the place and that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is for you. Um, I love your Twitter account. My favorite. I watched it like a hundred times, which is, I think it's your pinned tweet of, um, uh, one of the ghosts at Hogwarts (laughs) (laughs) listening to gossip. Oh my God. Okay, you know what? Now that yeah. we're here, Tell I have me. to ask you, yeah. should I do uh, a sequel to that? Yes. Because I've written like three of those. Yes. <laughs> I've you done nothing. have to. Okay. So funny. I just might. <laughs> That's so crazy. It just might work. <laughs> and then, okay, we hash it out here on the podcast. I get 10%. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. The only reason I asked was because it. I follow it probably too closely, <laughs> celebrity culture, um, and Miley Cyrus and Brody Jenner's ex-wife, I don't know her name, Caitlyn Jenner, probably. Caitlyn no, some- Caitlyn Jenner is uh, Brody Jenner's dad, parent? Yeah. And uh, now, I guess? Whatever his ex-wife's name is, they like, all of them split up within like a day, yeah. and then Miley and the wife started dating, and yeah. then they broke up again, and it's like... Oh my God. Miley's going through it. 
Miley's going through it, and she's really always going through it, <laughs> which I relate is, to. Yeah. Did you hear the? They re- she released a new song. It was like her, um, Ariana Grande, and like Lana Del Rey. No. And it's just wild. <laughs> Feels like all of them were just like waiting in a room, and they're like, "I guess we should just." <laughs> we're all weird enough. Yeah. Let's get on. <laughs> Let's it. do it. Ariana carries the whole thing. Yeah. The entire thing. Yeah. Lana Del Rey is just in the back, like slowly flowing, and then Miley's just like licking the camera. When did when did Ariana Grande when did she when did she when did she become like because I feel like for a while Ariana Grande was like what child like child Disney yeah yeah and we were all kind of like oh ha ha like yeah. she <laughs> I feel like we were gonna be ha ha Ariana like she's she's wild and then she became like an it girl kind of the diva overnight yeah I agree I think um, it was probably well at least for me when I started really listening to her is when she got engaged to Pete. Davidson. Okay, sure. That's what I thought. Yeah, and then she I released that was the time. Millions of albums within like a span of three months. Yeah, yeah, that must have been it. Yeah, I think it was three million albums she put out in, in three months. <laughs> in three months, which was incredible. She's working really hard. Yeah, that's why she couldn't get married. These other girls could never. <laughs> Your other girl could never do that. Um, yeah, I think it, that's what it was for me, though. Eileen, what there was like that the bombing in England in Manchester or something that kind of like got a lot of news with her and like how she right. would like respond to it which I don't think it's like that's what put her on the map right <laughs> that's really bad to say right Dana's kind of taking the hard stance that <laughs> yeah, yeah like, it was actually the the tragic bombing of her concert that kind of put her on I'm just like okay <laughs> silver lining no I'm gonna get canceled <laughs> tonight <laughs> she's coming for me um but yeah I think it was like that and her response and her actions after it that kind of were like oh she's like she's more than just you know the disney star or like the pop girl and um and then she released all that music and then the thank you next video iconic yeah that was the like mashup of mean girls and all that stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. chris jenner in it like so something about me is that i don't care about music videos i never have Mm. and i don't see my i don't see that i ever the only music video i've ever cared about was and is the dixie chicks music video for goodbye earl yes that's my karaoke song thank you i love it you know they're coming out with a new album yeah gaslighter (laughs) it's gonna be called gaslighter that's gonna be amazing which i'm like that has there has to be some political stuff in there oh 100 percent that's all it's going to be about. Ugh, I'm obsessed. We love them. I um, Goodbye Earl, I listened to when I was younger a thousand times. Yeah. Um, a million times. That's I can like I can play the video in my head forever and ever. Yes. Amen. I don't really, same, like I don't watch music videos. I don't care. But my friends, when Thank You Next came out, it was all they could talk about. Yes. And I've seen gifts, so I can piece in the blanks to what happens in it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh- <laughs> Thank you, next. You just said forever and ever, amen. Mm-hmm. And now, and you're telling me that you're a Dixie Chicks fan. Yeah. So now I'm wondering, where are you from? And are you a big country music person? Um, No. Uh, I'm from the suburbs, like Algonquin. Uh, yeah, I wanted you to say something that I love. No, <laughs> I wanted you to say Tennessee or Missouri. Okay, yeah, no, okay, sorry. Algonquin. Okay, yeah. Algonquin. Come through, Algonquin. Girl, Algonquin. Yes, it's like a weird. Um, it's like the last stop on the train before it becomes like actual corn field and sure. like country area. Um, so some of my friends did listen to country music, and then a lot of us didn't. I really just listened to like pop music growing up. Like huge. That was it. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of country, but I do love a Dixie Chicks. Goodbye, Earl. 
And another song, but I don't know what it's called. Another Dixie Chick song? Yeah. What's it about? I can't remember. Oh, uh, Wide Open Spaces? Amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's the big one. What about First Cut? That's not her. That's Cheryl Crow. Oh, okay. And Cheryl Crow, you yeah. might know, is from Missouri. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, big country music fan? Uh, by force, yeah. Okay. Because I grew up in, in like a very small town in Missouri. Where in Missouri? Um, about an hour and a half north of Kansas City. Oh, okay. Which is in Missouri. Yeah. Some people forget. No, I would never. Um, my yeah. favorite band is from um, West Plains. Um, don't tell me. Your favorite band is from West Plains. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking of Never Shout Never, which is from, jo- they're from Joplin, or he's from Joplin. Oh. Um, who's from West Plains? They're called Haha Tonka. Haha Tonka. Yeah. They're in- oh, that's a state park in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. But, yeah. yeah. Um, they're a band. They're really good. Actually, everyone should listen to them. Um, it's, oh, my God. Come through. Haha, Tonka. Get the plug. <laughs> oh, my God. I could die. Uh, <laughs> I've been following them around since I was like 19 years old. So I've been to like, uh, I've seen them in Kansas City. I've seen them in Springfield. Wait, uh, you went to Springfield, Missouri? Yeah. That's where I went to college. To see that. that they're in Springfield all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just to think that you could have been walking down the street and Haha, Tonka was in a bar playing. Like that could have been. That could have been so big. To live that life. Well, there was there's a there's a Springfield band. Uh, I believe it's it's someone still somebody someone still loves you, Boris Yeltsin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're from where, where I went to college, and uh, they had a song in that improv movie, "Don't Think Twice." Yeah, and it was a big collision of, of your life. worlds for me. Your worlds. Yeah. I do. I don't know a lot of the songs, but I do know them because they tour with Tonka. Um, Huge. I can't believe this is happening. I'm out of my mind um, with joy right now just because I love Haha Tonka so much. Um, Okay, I guess we'll, I'll play you a song when the podcast is over. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you get in my car, it's only Haha Tonka. That's not a lie. I have a tattoo about a favorite song of theirs that I have. She's, Damn. I mean, go off if you must. She's dear. not. She's enthused. You yeah. know, she's not obsessed. She's enthused. But she's she's borderline. <laughs> she's driving to Kansas City about it. You know? Wait. Okay. Do you? I'll say one last thing about Missouri bands because mm. I feel like I'll be stopped eventually. <laughs> Do you know the greeting committee? No. The greeting committee is a Kansas City band, and they are just so kick-ass. Yeah? Just so kick-ass. Okay, I'm going to listen to them. When we get in the car. Yeah. I will play your greeting committee. What kind of music committee. is it? It's like very like, uh, their lead singer is um, a girl. They have a lead singer who's a girl. Breaking. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking. Um, but they're very like... Um, I don't know. I would describe their sound as Polaroid pictures. Like, it's... <laughs> Like, Say no more. <laughs> fun, fun guitars and like. Okay. Hi, baby's got mm. a gun. Like just very like, like kind I, of like you know. Now that you say that, um, and you say Polaroid pictures, that kind of makes sense now. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. If First, you follow their like, Facebook page, I think I think if they heard me say that, they would be like, nice. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually a good way to describe it. Um, that's my personality, Polaroid pictures. Just very quick and not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to lose it after a minute. Rustic, but not on purpose, really. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, I did want to ask. Uh, so we're kind of like playing around with this thing of like best dates or like best date ideas or best dates you've ever been on or just like what you think would like a fun date in Chicago be. Um, Meredith mm. Ketchell had this thing where she was like... I love Meredith. Oh my God, I could die. She's so She's sweet. Amazing. She's amazing. funny and cool. my mother. Um, and like a teacher? Yes. It's not a, I'm, I'll, I'll make the podcast about Meredith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, no, she's an angel. But it's, she was talking about... She's like, if you had $50 to spend in Chicago, where would you go and what would you do? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was... And then I took it and I was like, let's make it about dating. Um, <laughs> um, I recently, well, actually, speak of the devil, Meredith. I went 
to her birthday party yesterday. It was in a mini golf place. Um, I saw pictures. It was really pics. sweet. And it it was, rained. It rained right when we were done. So okay, huge. The heavens looked down on us. Huge. Um, yeah, and I was like, this is a perfect date idea. Go. It's like ironic. Yeah. <laughs> to go mini golfing with a bunch of children everywhere. Yeah. Maybe you sneak some booze in. I love it. Who knows? You know, you get to like pretend like you don't know how to golf and they come up behind you like, let me just, you know, you got to aim for through the gorilla. <laughs> through the gorilla. <laughs> through the gorilla. And it's just, you know. It's, that sounds like an old, you know how old people always have phrases? Yeah. You know how old people, like, like, my, like my grandma will be like, the proof is in the pudding yeah. or the devil's in the detail. Yeah. It feels like an old person phrase. Like it feels like one of those phrases an old person would be like, Deanna, you got to aim through the gorilla. <laughs> oh. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, like a wisdom. And you don't really know, but you're like, thank <laughs> you're you. Like, Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> right. Gotta I'm so go. on board. <laughs> Gotta go. And then you like share like a shitty hot dog afterwards. Right. That's fun. Yeah. That's less than $50, I think. That's huge. Yeah. So, go ahead. I, I don't know about perfect dates, but I'll tell you about a really fun date that I went on mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yes. With a guy who... Name I, him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, his name's Craig. <laughs> Craig. His name's Craig, and I will not say his last name because Please. I think that's too much. Because he definitely listens. He's a big fan. Craig. Yeah, he's a huge fan of the pod. Friend him. of the pod, really, Craig. <laughs> Craig, the finance guy, friend of the pod. Where did you meet Craig? He's a finance guy? We met on, yes, yeah. he famously works in finance. Everyone knows Everybody, and loves those about him. Everybody in online dating works in finance, it turns out. He, okay, so we went We went to a coffee shop. We met on uh, Tinder, Grinder. Mm-hmm. We met online, mm-hmm. and... Uh, we went to a coffee shop and we talked for like two hours about uh, life and family. And it was it was like not really like we didn't like we kind of skipped the like uh, like we, he's like I work in finance. And I was like I work in nonprofit. And then yeah. it was like dope. And we moved on. Nice. And then we talked about like really like fun stuff. And I'm not one of those like don't bore me with small talk people. Like I love small yeah, talk, but yeah. it also was just fun to talk about like jump in real shit. Yeah. So we did, and then we went back to his apartment. His younger brother was visiting, and so we talked to him for like a hot minute. Okay. He showed me, he builds motorcycles, which I think is, Whoa. you hate to hear it, really hot. That's super hot. I, I think that's extremely he hot. He builds motorcycles. He like builds, he'll, he'll, he'll get an old like, what are we going to call it, a frame? What are we sure. going to call it? I don't know. <laughs> he'll Sketch? Get like, yeah. He'll get like a frame of a motorcycle. A couple parts. And, and- he'll redo it, <laughs> and then he'll like sell it for profit, and then he'll do another one. And that's like his. That's like his hobby. That's his hobby. You know, like we like to go t- to bars and clubs and dance and pr- perform. He yeah. Builds. And to me, one of the sexiest <laughs> things about being a motorcycle repairman yeah. is that you've never stepped foot on a stage in your life. <laughs> Honestly, true. I do not want to see you on a stage. Never. To see you improvise would truly nothing would would dry me up quicker. I mean, than to see you improvise. Yeah, to see. I mean. Honey, a word to the wise. I'm the star. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't re- try. The spotlight is small. <laughs> and and it cannot fit too. It's just <laughs> mine. Who is it? Somebody wrote something that was like, in a relationship, there's a rock and a star or something like that. Amazing. And I'm just like, I'm thrilled would, to know my place. Would, anyone be like, I guess I'm a rock. <laughs> yeah, you lie there. All right. What kind of like disappointing person would be like, wow, <laughs> to be the rock. That's my lot in life. Yeah, I'm honored to do it and I'm happy to. Um, But we, we, so we talked to his brother for a second. Then we went to his backyard and looked at his motorcycle. (laughs) And then (laughs) he was like, well, you probably, like, he was like, you don't want to stay here because my brother's here. And I was like, yeah, you don't want to go to my place because it's really far away from you. And so we just like made out in his backyard for like five minutes. Okay. And then I left. Oh. 
He and didn't give you a ride on the motorcycle? Uh, no, I wouldn't have done it if he tried. <laughs> really? Because as hot as it is, I don't trust it. <laughs> he built <laughs> what I mean? it. Like, I yeah. just met him. I don't trust, I don't trust an artisan motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. An artisanal motorcycle. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> Your arts and crafts vehicle is not going to be transporting me. Does he ride them around? No, he sells them. <laughs> Maybe he rides them before he sells them. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I don't know because we didn't talk after that night. Oh. I like we texted for like a day later. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, cool. Well, I had a good time and yeah. we should meet up again. He was like, oh, yeah, I really did too. And we should. And then neither of us ever did anything about that. Is this now turning into a misconnection? <sighs> Craig, if you're out there. Honey. Just Call me. <laughs> Craig, if you're listening, and I, and we know that you are, <laughs> I I think we had something special. Yeah. I love that. I'm okay. Just a little coffee date. Because I had uh, somebody else, I think it was Brianna Wellen, we talked about uh, day dates. And also I, so funny. I, oh, amazing. I also I said, I'm not a fan of day dates um, because I need to be lit and drunk out of my mind <laughs> <laughs> to interact with strangers if I'm dating them or not. Well, I'm classically sober. Oh, really? Classically and okay. famously sober. Classically trained sober. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> so That's I, great. Night dates actually make me more nervous because if we go and mm. get drinks, then it's like, I'm going to get a Diet Coke and then we're mm. going to have to talk about my sobriety. And my Diet Coke, which yeah. I'm sure is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I hate a night date, you but like the lighting is better for me on the night, in the nighttime. <laughs> Same, honestly. Yeah. I want to be able to just like slip into an alley if it goes bad. Yeah. You know, just run off. He never sees me again. I look really bad sitting down <laughs> and most dates revolve around sitting. I look better standing up. I look thinner. I, it shows off the fact that I'm tall. Yes. And I just feel better. I can like move a little bit. Yeah. So I'm always trying to think of a date where I can be standing the entire time. <laughs> you go to a coffee date, you just stand the entire time. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going up here. Yeah. I'm like, this is actually a standing situation. Sitting's the new smoking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really thrive when I'm on my feet. Yeah. Uh, just in case I need to run, I'll be ready to go. And you love this, by the way. I tell people that when when I'm doing things that make people uncomfortable, I'm like, you love this. So like I'm charming. I'm kind of like a manic pixie dream girl right here. And just so you know, this is cute. <laughs> and don't ever forget it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So coffee date. That's a good date. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a date to walk around. I mean, kind of go to the lake, but I'm also just, if, if a man was like, let's get a coffee and go to the lake. I'm like, never. No. Never. No. If I you want to kill me, you'll have to work harder than that. Yeah. <laughs> if you want me dead, you're going to exactly. have to put in some effort. <laughs> you drown me in the fucking lake. Right. I don't think so. God. Also, I'm like, spend minimum $100 on me on the first date. You I don't think? Care. If you're buying me bracelets. But- <laughs> I want charms. I want jewels. Do you take me to the lake? You're giving me presents the entire time. Um, Probably not, but (laughs) I mean, the date I'm going on tonight isn't spending any money, so here we go. Wow. Brave. (laughs) No one knows when this is being recorded. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No one does know when this is being recorded. I know. Because, you know, I'm going on dates every night of the week. I couldn't even keep them. I have a separate calendar for dates. I can't believe it. If I reference a date within four months of another date, it's definitely not the only one I've been on in that time. I'll tell you that much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, I block everybody from posts that I make, so no one listens. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody yeah. listens. The podcast is purely for, it's an art of love. It's just, no one's meant to listen. It's just an excuse to get all my favorite friends to hang out with me yeah. and have a chat yeah. <laughs> into these microphones. That is, I want to let you know that what you've said is funny and I recognize it as a joke, but if it were to be true, yeah. would be so sad. <laughs> The artifice, yeah. the artifice of a podcast yeah. to, to hang out with people would, to me, be an unfortunate truth. A call for help. Yeah, really. <laughs> an absolute cry. Um, okay, so now we get to the point in the podcast, and I mean, I have 
hundreds upon hundreds of listeners and that's maybe you know in between 100 and 200 sure sure. that's good Uh, i don't want you to think that (laughs) i'm never um not curating content for them thank you thank you thank you uh now we're gonna get to the part which is we talk about um your celebrity crush okay i'm ready you told me and i i mean the whole thing is like a celebrity crush that you think is hot that nobody else thinks is hot and 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 before you say it, mm-hmm. I want to let the listeners know yeah. you're going to hate this <laughs> because it's a it's a famously hot person. <laughs> well, Meredith did Matt Damon, so you know people are really stretching the limits of. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, my crush, disgusting, and Oscar yeah. winner Matt Damon. <laughs> well, I think that she's got a point because he has been canceled, right? He, yeah, he was. We've canceled. decided he's done. So. Yeah, so it's brave of her to say that. Yeah, I know some people are like. I mean, <laughs> Just the crushes. I'm like, they're hot across the board. Yeah. But yours is good um, because it's, it's, I don't think he's hot or not hot. I just don't ever think of him. Let's well, never reference him by name, by the way. <laughs> Why don't you tell me who it is? And then. Well, I will start by telling the listeners, and if they want to pause after this and try to guess, mm-hmm. then they can do that. That's a, that's a game I'll set up. Okay. I've decided just now for your listeners. Take it away. Um, I'll tell you this. He is. The biggest argument I get in about him in terms of hotness is mm-hmm. not is he hot, but is he hotter than his brother? Oh yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you wanted to pause right here, listeners, and try and figure that out, then you could you could you could do that. Okay. But moving on now, welcome back from your pause <laughs> from your quick little break. Uh, put it, we'll you, put in some advertisements you there. You learned so much. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave Franco, mm. I think, is so hot. Okay. I'm obsessed with him. I've been obsessed with him since. Um, what was that movie? He had a tiny role in it. Amanda Bynes is a soccer boy. She's the man. Thank you. Yep. And <laughs> I, I'm, and, and by the way, I'm not obsessed with him in that era now. At the time, I was like his age. Like, I think we yeah. were like, we oh, were like yeah. young. Actually, he was older than me then because he is now. But I think he's so hot. Okay. Do you follow him and like other stuff that he does now? Yes. Okay. I watch everything he's in. He was even in that really bad, like, movie where he had to race around town because he was like stuck in a video game in real life. Did you did you no, hear about this? No. I can't even remember the name of it, but I did get with Machine Gun Kelly. No. <laughs> it was what? Like, it was like him, some girl, Machine Gun Kelly had a role. Um, I'm glad that at least someone's movie is being made. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> mine are. Honey, no one's bringing up my pilot. I don't have but, one. Do you have a well, pilot? Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I recently got myself in a situation where yeah. I was... I won't share too many details because I don't want it to to be obnoxious, but I basically got in a situation recently where I needed to have a pilot and mm-hmm. did not. And I looked like a fool. Do not talk about yourself like that. Thank you. No, because Caleb is my friend and he's never a fool. The industry wants me dead because no. I don't have a pilot. <laughs> a pilot, honey. You got to have a pilot. You got to have a thousand million followers on Twitter. You got to have a Netflix special and then maybe you'll get signed to a local agency in Chicago. Thank you. <clears throat> I agree. Um, I only wrote it because it was like, I felt that, you know, I was like, I don't have all of this yeah. and it's not that great, but yeah. it's there, you know, I believe that it's amazing. Thank you. You've not reached out to me yet about being a role in it though. <laughs> you can, which is making this difficult. It's just about me and my friend Marshall, um, and how we want to get famous. Um, so it's like our schemes and tricks to get famous. Amazing. Yeah. It's called Deanna Marshall. want to get famous. So if you want to hit me up, I'll let you read the, you know, the pilot. It's fine. <laughs> I would love to. Thanks. Um, yeah, I know it's it, that that pressure, and then you're just like you're like okay, well then I'll just write a pilot, you know? Let me sit down and right. just like this is what um, I do. I, yeah. should, I can do this. I'll just you know set aside an hour of my day and I'll just crank out a pilot. Right, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I know they and a lot of places people they feel that, but we're not going to get into this right now of big Hollywood, honey. Right? Yeah. 
the industry's canceled in this room. <laughs> Unless they're listening and right, then they're back. You guys. Funny. Reach out. We, we love, love you. We love you. We love you. Um, okay, so just to go back to the main argument with Jay Franco is that who is hotter, Dave or James? Not an argument. It's not an argument. People mm. try to make it an argument, but yeah. people are fundamentally fucked up in the head, and that's why <laughs> that's why people try that. You're here to tell them the truth. I'm here to tell them the truth, which is that it's clearly Dave. He's so cute. Yeah, he's so sweet and charming. Mm-hmm. James is frankly scary. He doesn't sleep. And he it doesn't shows. sleep. He's scary. He reads giant books, which yeah. is not cute. That was no. cute in like 2003. Yeah. We've moved on. He's reading Infinite Jest right now, probably. Oh my God. He you would. Know he, is. he would. You know, he's reading like Dante's Inferno and being like, <sighs> oh, my mind. I'm just really into this book right now. He's right. at a coffee shop with like seven books. Like, <laughs> fucking chill. Like, I hate it. And, and a scarf. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he's also on record, been creepy towards like younger women. Mm-hmm. James Franco, like, I also, I think Busy Phillips, like, said that he was i think uh, me 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 speculating i really do recall <laughs> my good friend busy phillips my good friend busy phillips yeah no but i think like people that have been on on set with him have said like he's an aggressive and unfortunate person to work with yeah nobody dislikes dave franco what a awful like what an awful way to have someone describe you an unfortunate person <laughs> and i don't think she's said that i think i've decided no, to say that that is still i mean probably on brand yeah yeah no i agree i read something once that um James Franco was like, I don't like choose to when to sleep. I just work until my body tells me it's time to sleep. And then he just falls wherever he (laughs) lays. He's like at his computer, then just passes out. I don't actually make conscious choices about my health and well-being. (laughs) Exactly. I run my body like like a work mule until it forces itself out in the middle of the day. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes I wake up in my studio just on the ground. Do you hear yourself? That's insane. Honey, get help rather than than sharing this. Brag it to Vogue. I don't know why it's in Vogue. (laughs) 73 questions with James Franco. Exactly. And he's just walking around barefoot in a studio where he sometimes falls asleep. Also, you have narcolepsy. (laughs) <laughs> he would probably I picture him having just like a studio apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it and there's How a lot embarrassing. Of drawings on the walls and How embarrassing to live in a studio. <laughs> Lots of red tape, red lines, yeah. Um I Okay, so the thing is is that there's actually a third Franco brother. Right. Have you ever? No. He's hot. No. I mean Tom Franco. Part what of it part of it for me is that Part of it for me probably is the fame. Part of okay. it, part of Dave's charm probably is that he remains so sweet uh, and charming, even though he's famous. Yeah, here they are. Ta- ta- so I'll tell you, Tom's not hot. I can start there. <laughs> I'm looking at the photo. But also, so Dave is married to Brie oh, Larson. He's so cute. I'm I love that couple I'm together. Like, <laughs> he's glee. He's well. The other thing is that like the other two are very tall. And yeah, I, I mean, do wish he was taller. Yeah, well, here. I wish that for him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day for him. I wish that for Dave. He definitely has the best skin. Uh, in this picture, which is an unfortunate picture of James, who has a crooked tie and closed eyes. Honey, he's tired. Honey, honey, he's he, waiting for his body to shut down. I mean... His body hasn't decided to shut down in a couple days. I think that, yeah, Dave is probably... I mean, Tom, I think, is cute. Because I love a long... I stand a long hair. I do love a long-haired guy. Sure. And he's a sculptor and an artist to me. I'm just like, okay, tell okay. me. Okay. Sculpt away. <laughs> Sculpt me, honey. I'll sit Sculpt for me. It. Yeah, paint me, I guess. I will say another part of it for me is that Dave looks 24, 25. He's yeah. not. Yeah. And I do think that being... 
Yeah, he's like in his 30s. 23 to 26 is the hottest age to me. Okay. And I'll say that. And, yeah. I'll, and I want you to know I'm 24. I'm actually 21. And so I'm making 21. a statement on myself as well. Are you really 21? <laughs> no, God, I I'm wish. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you look awful. <laughs> I'm uh, 26, so I'm just about to leave. Yeah, you're almost done. I'll be 21 forever, though. That's yeah. the fun thing. It's not to say people aren't hot outside of that range. Mm-hmm. It's just to say... That's peak. That's peak hot. I don't think I disagree with you. And Dave lives in that world. He still looks 25, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, I think he just figured it out. You know, his skin is clear. His face is kind of chiseled. He has a hot wife. Like, He's a cute smile. Yeah. He loves his cats. He has a cat named Arturo. Does he? Yes, and he loves Arturo. That is, and he just has good hair. I mean, they all have good hair. I can't really see James's hair in this picture, which of course you can see on At Crush's podcast on Instagram. This will be posted. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Plug. I do love, I mean... He doesn't look, Tom doesn't look like them. When you kind of look at Dave, you kind of just see like, oh, he kind of looks like they wanted James Franco, but, you know, they got a B-list. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're saying Dave is the B-list James? Okay, Caleb is killing me with his eyes. Oh my God. Well, he kind of looks, not like looks wise, but he kind of looks close enough to his brother that they're just like, well, we can't pay enough for James, so we'll get Dave. I'm sad I'm about it. Sick. It's like I'm when you sick to my you want right the now. Olsen twins, but then you get Elizabeth. I'm so sick because here's the deal. Oh. They don't even play the same. Like like you oh, would you yeah. would bring James out for like scary coke dealer <laughs> in movie. You would bring you would bring James. You would bring Dave out for like nice nice guy at the office who boy next door boy next door like yeah. nice nice boy. That is true. I've only ever seen him in um, Superbad. He had like two seconds in it. Okay, Franco. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that movie where they do magic. Um, oh, don't, don't, don't look, don't do, don't, yes. don't do, don't, don't be look the secret. Something like, yeah, don't stop me now. I don't don't know. stop me now. I'm doing magic. <laughs> yeah, it's like him, Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> Woody Harrelson, and I love magic. I and so I went to see that movie like excited about all the magic that would happen. And there's just like one very long drawn out scene where they just have like a card and they just keep passing it to each other to get through security. Yeah, it's very extravagant and it's very it's just too much. And I'm like, you know what? No. The the biggest thing I have to say about magic is. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's dying. People are people are clawing at the door. People kind are of fast like, forwarding to get to the. Caleb, talk about magic, please. Uh, the biggest thing I have to say about magic is it is it is Republican when people try mm. to learn a magician's tricks. Oh yeah, that's Republican of you. It is. This is a person's livelihood. This is yes. a person's job. Leave it alone. Can you just enjoy? Be what a comrade. We're right yeah. Now? Be yes. a comrade. Learn how to have fun. And just be enjoyed and thrilled with the you know, the feeling of right. where the hell did that thing go? There's a whole industry around being like, okay, and now he moves the saw to the, and it's like, sh- yeah. stop it. Yeah. Let them work. Yes. I hate that. Have you ever gone to the magic lounge? No, I don't like magic. You don't like magic. I just, I am, I am, you uh, like to be fooled? I am a comrade. <laughs> <laughs> more than, more than anything, I believe in leaving people alone. <laughs> and that's why don't I Don't come take. to me pulling coins out of my ears. Okay? <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> don't, I don't, don't need Don't walk that. up to me with a rabbit in your fucking hat looking like an absolute fucking goofball. Okay. I'm having a day. <laughs> Tuesday. Like, magicians are just coming to you on the street. <laughs> Pick a card and you're like, I can't, I'm at work. Don't come over here and sauce one and a half in front of me, baby. I got to get to the grocery store. Okay. Okay, I'm leaving for the bus. Here we go. 
That's amazing. Um, I love magic. I welcome magic at any point in my life. Um, <laughs> Your heart is open to it in a way. <laughs> he is famously matched with magician on Tinder. He never responded back to me. Um, it's not very magical at all. <laughs> it's really tragic. I was like into it too. I was like, do you need an assistant? Here I am. Like, give me a dove. I'll hide it on me. <laughs> oh, my person. <laughs> yeah. It's in my pocket. What do you need from me? Um, never responded back. Oh, Well, so, he was incorrect. He was. You would have been a great assistant. I really think that. I know. Part of me is just like, I don't need to be an assistant. I can be a magician. But then I have to start from the bottom, build my way up in the magician community. Yeah. It's too much. If there's anything I've learned from doing comedy and like trying to to work your way into into a place in comedy, yeah. uh, it, which is, you know, I'm still working on it. Uh, I, it's, I've learned that I will never do it again never. in any other community. No, 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 no. Like it's I that- used to think like if comedy doesn't work out, I'll go to grad school. And I'm like, no, never a place where I have to climb again. No. I will move to a remote farm. If I quit comedy, I'll move to a remote farm. Me too. Let's go. We can be farmers yeah, and, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll just be left alone. Yes. I'll never. I'll never go into another situation where I have to like Mm-mm. pay dues. Mm-mm. I hate paying dues. No, dude, they're so expensive. As a concept. Now we're gonna get to the point in the show where we uh, play someone new, which is where you. We have a randomizer here. Amazing. And we pick a random thing so that we. You tell me a time that you had a crush on you know someone with this profession. Um, let's see. Oh. What is? Oh, okay. And the something new is barista. Oh, God. Oh, I'm taking you to a Starbucks after this. Um, okay, time that I had a crush on a barista. I'll go first and then you can think okay. about. Okay, I love the independent coffee shops. Yeah. Like, that's where it's at, you yeah. know? All the hot boys are there. Oh, my gosh. And, like, if they know how to make a, um, like, latte art. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck me up. I was in Nashville and there was this super, okay, like. Brag. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> She I travels. She travels. <laughs> alone it was really sad i couldn't do anything um not because they wouldn't let me just because i couldn't <laughs> they were like you i'm sorry you cannot dine here Man. i couldn't bring myself to leave the <laughs> hotel alone i was just like the people they're out to get me um very worried i was gonna be taken in nashville but <clears throat> there's this little coffee shop and it's like i mean you can find a pretentious coffee shop anywhere in the world sure and i found it <laughs> it's kind of my thing um the <laughs> hottest barista ever and he was just like so into i think if you in the same way that like we we're hot for the motorcycle guy is that if you have something that you care about and you have a skill hot 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 i don't care what that skill is is it foam, foaming and making art with milk that's hot hot <laughs> to me and so i kind of just sat at the bar watched him you know get make drinks and take orders and not that i was like trying to chat with him because i had headphones in and i was very much in my phone but every once in a while i look up and i'd see him (laughs) that's the extent of my crush can i can i can i pause it i won't even say i'm positing this Mm -hmm. can i ask something yeah do you think because what you just said i think rings true to me that if you have a skill and you're interested in something that's hot yeah do we think that's why there's such a cult community around serial killers Yes. Is it it hot that they just have a goal? Yes. And they just go for it? That is a thing. Is that why everyone's into it? Because a lot of these people, a lot of these guys are ugly. Oh, yeah. And they're still getting like crazy attention. Letters in in jail. Which I'm jealous of. Yeah. (laughs) No one's writing me letters, period. And I'm not even in jail. Um, No, I agree. I think that is like. It's also like Ted Bundy was not hot. No. No, he really wasn't. Wasn't and everyone and everyone also was like he's so cunning and then it cuts to the video it cuts to the the remake of him being on walking up to people on the beach and being like, "Hey, I'm Ted. Will you walk back here to the woods and I have do a my broken boat with arm. me?" It's yeah. like, "What?" Uh, yeah. That's not cunning. I mean, in the 70s it was brilliant mastermind genius. That's so funny. In the, <laughs> in the 70s anyone was ready to get killed. They just didn't think. I mean, yeah, no. 
Um, and that's even the thing. Like sometimes, I mean, I listen to a lot of true crime, but it's like they get prosecuted and they come out of jail and they have like a wife or like their wife takes them back. Yeah. Or like all this crazy shit. I do think that that there's a, maybe something because you know women they be crazy and uh, women do be crazy they be that's crazy. actually something i've noticed <laughs> that's my tattoo that's what i have across <laughs> my chest um that there might be something in like a woman's mind that's just like oh like he kills other people but he won't hurt me right. the idea of someone that's like <laughs> is dangerous enough to do that but like not to me right uh that's why i think people like bad boys too that yeah. it's just like he has the capability but not for me like which is sick yeah. <laughs> um that's not good we're not crushes would never promote that um find a good um you know Find a day, Franco. Find a good man that'll buy you treats at the store. A sweet guy. Yeah. Barista. Um, okay, I'm moving back to topic. Yeah. I'm going to put serial killers on here, though. Thank you. Uh-huh. Barista. I So one thing about me is that I am always in love with a barista. It, yes. takes, it takes next to nothing for me to fall in love with a barista. Even when they ask my name, I'm like, oh, what? Right. Deanna. And they're like, can you spell that? And, and if they ask to spell my name, and I'm just like, he fucking cares yeah. about me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll tell you how to spell my name so you can stalk me on Facebook, yeah. you fucking psycho. Like, like, my last name's Ortiz. Put that on here. Right. <laughs> Put it on there. Look me up. Because yeah. you're dying too. <laughs> you're obsessed and sick. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the thing about baristas for me is that um, as a gay man, mm-hmm. <laughs> sit in it, sit in that for a minute. As a gay man, what about shock? Let's pause on that in this in this in this uh, current climate that I would actually be willing to go on record as a gay man. Actually, be bold, be brave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but as a gay man, I, uh, which also it's funny that I said that because it's I, not even relevant to what I'm about to say. Um, the kind of guys I'm interested in personally are like Hozier esque, like, like, you like Hozier? I, I mean, I don't, I, yes, I think the, the, like the long hair, like flannel, like Dude. plays guitar kind of situation. Okay. I'm obsessed with Hozier. Thank you. Honey. Thank you. She's enthused about Hozier. He's coming in November. I Let's have, go. I'm I have sick of talking about front it. Front row ticks to see him at the Chicago Theater. <laughs> okay. So I'm simply, I'm simply not invited. You're like already on the kind of the backstage. You're waiting backstage as we speak. I like, I mean, I was going through it at the time. I was really in a, in a dark place, um, but I did drop um, upwards of maybe more than my rent yeah. <laughs> for front row ticks both nights that he's going to be there. But I'm sure there are still tickets available. Yeah. Um, if, yeah you should go it's going to be insane have you ever seen him live no concerts are really hard for me because i hate seeing someone else on stage <laughs> <laughs> i touched hosier once too i'm not going to talk about it because i sound insane yeah. um i'm yeah. just I'm, I'm learning i'm learning for sure about you right now. did you hear the gas that i had and you're like hosier yeah. ask i'm just like took me aback wait my boyfriend do you mean you mean the man i'm in love with I'm, mutually <laughs> we're exclusive together and you're just going to come to me <laughs> And say it's him. I, I understand what you're saying. Like tall, lanky, yeah, long, you know, like like a denim situation. Mm-hmm. Like a cute, like a cute guy Kinda who, quirky. like, yeah, obviously doesn't like is maybe a little aimless. Like I feel like if you're working <laughs> as a barista in your 20s, like you're either chasing a dream or you're like figuring something out. Yeah. Like it's like you're or you like the independence, so you can be more like you know like yeah. adventurous with your free time. Like I just maybe I really travel. have yeah I have a romantic. Um, imagination of why people work as baristas 
I agree. It's, you kind of just like, you're like, oh, this, this is, and, and on the side, he likes to do this and this and this and this. You kind yeah. of romanticize their, what your life with them would be together. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. And so I, it's, it's not in line with like a, a, a crush that I also normally have, which is like a Dave Franco, like kind of all American. Yeah. A good uh, boy. A sporty boy kind of thing. Yeah. But a barista is a, a situation that I have. And I will say that the North and Wells Starbucks, uh, Piper's Alley plug. Oh yeah. 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 Plug for the second city Starbucks. Which is open twenty four seven in Chicago. Is it twenty four seven? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been trying to find one of those. It rocks. Interesting. I go down there and write all the time just because if I get on a roll at like seven PM I don't want to be kicked out in an hour. Yeah. So I want to be somewhere that I can stay for hours if yeah. I need to. Please plug Second City. They don't have enough. <laughs> Guys, um, Second City Training Center, if you like what you see, they do have classes seven nights, seven days a week. They have yeah. shows seven nights a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really beautiful. Please tip your servers. They Come use through. that money for frivolous things like insulin and rent. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know what? The one thing about me is that I'm actually unapologetically obsessed with Second City. I love it. I love every show that I see there. I think it really is a great place. Have you been to the new place on the roof? So Utopian Tailgate is not associated with the Second City, and I refuse to acknowledge it. Okay, there it is going to bring such a it is going to bring such a straight white finance guy vibe to the whole building. (laughs) And straight is the problem with that. Yes. <laughs> we love a white... Uh, <laughs> we love a gay white finance guy. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's such like... It's a weird mix in that Starbucks because it's like always the kids that are waiting for classes or like mm-hmm. performers. And then also business people. The people rich enough to live there. I mean, right? right? Yeah. And it's just kind of a weird mix. But um, you, you, the hottest people are at that Starbucks. There are a lot of hot guys there. Mm. There are a lot of hot finance guys there. Yeah. There are some, or there are a couple of cute baristas. If you guys are listening, shout out. I am paying attention. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is, it is a, it is a hotbed for trying to get stuff done, but being a little too horny to work. I mean... These are facts. I love when you're able to sit right up at the bar and watch them. Um, I also, every time I get a Starbucks cup, I do inspect it for a phone number. Never happened, but hopefully one day it will. Just in case, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, enjoy. This is a little too hot, just like you and my phone number, and then their phone number at the bottom of it. The closest thing I get to that is a a very cool barista named Latika at the Second City Starbucks. Gives me gives me uh, free coffee every once in a while. Ooh, just because we're pals. That's good. It's not horny. It's not sexual from it's her just, end or from mine. Mm-mm. But we we understand each other in that way. That's a crush in itself. And if and, and if Howard Schultz or anybody from Starbucks corporate is listening, mm-mm. that was a lie that I just told. <laughs> I feel like they they get they to build clientele. And I go They're in and spend to. more money because of it, by the way. Yeah. She gives me free coffee. Maybe I get a cake pop. Right. I go in and spend more money the next time because I'm like, she yeah. did that. Yeah. I also like, I mean, I'll tip baristas, sure. you know, for, sure. yes, because, you know, insulin rent. That's my favorite line ever, ever, ever. That's going to be then the clip. Okay. Mark it. Um, <laughs> that is a, a famous Second City line <laughs> that I, I lifted as a bit. Oh, is it? Did you not know that? No. They have like a canned speech they give at the end of shows, which I think is fabulous. Oh, I didn't like, know that. Oh, it's my favorite. It goes like this. They go, thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. Um, if you if you, if you you liked what you saw and this looked easy to you, fuck you. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so like wink at the audience, yeah. but they love it. The audience loves oh, it. Oh, yeah, they eat it up. And then they go, um, if you're not from Chicago, standard tipping rate is 90%. <laughs> okay. Please do tip your, your house tiny. and wait staff. They use that money for frivolous things like <laughs> insulin and rent. <laughs> 
Okay, you know, like one person like did that one time, and then Mister Second City was like, "That's every clap. That's everything. Every show now. We do it. But we we we. And they also say they'll say whatever stage they're in. They'll be like, uh, and if you just look through that back wall, you can't. But thanks for trying. <laughs> I genuinely love it. It's so hokey, and I think it's the funniest thing in the world. That really is so cheesy, but it's like fun cheesy. Oh yeah, and that's what they want. You know, they want. I mean, more than anything, I feel like clubs like the Laugh Factory or like big places like that, like Second City and Zanies and stuff. um, The audience that comes there, they want to be uh, talked to. Yeah. So in most of the ways that you are able to talk to an audience, like that, they eat it up. They Uh, want that. uh, Comedy audiences that go to comedy institutions more than anything want to be elbowed in the ribs. Yeah. They want to be like, they want to be like, they want to feel like you're sitting next to them being like, well, come on. You know, like. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That is so true. I do some, I mean, I, uh, when I host the Lincoln Lodge, um, the longest running independent comedy show in the nation. Plug, plug, plug. um, Get ready for season 20. Um, When I host, because I'm, most of the times I'm working the door and then I go up and I host and I go, hey, it's me from the door. Isn't that crazy? These are my legs. Cause like you can't see my legs. (laughs) And then they go and I say something like, I just have all your credit card information now. You guys just handed it over to me. Like I have all your money and they're just like, we've been duped. And I'm also just like, I work very hard here. Sometimes I bartend, I run the door, (laughs) I I set up the lights, I built the stage. Please listen and laugh at me (laughs) all for these 10 minutes. Um, I love that though. I love a planned and true tried something. Yeah. It is comedy institution. Audiences that go there, they want to be, they, they want that thing that you're talking about. Like that, like that, like that ribbing, like that, like cutesy kind of, aren't we all, (laughs) isn't it funny? And everyone can understand it. Yeah. And then people who go to like alt venues, like the hideout, best place on earth want to feel like they're in on a secret. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Cause I mean, my mom, she'll see Like I'll take her to some alt shows and uh, certain like alt performance. She'll be like, I just, I just, I, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's really not for you to understand. Right. <laughs> like my stand-up in comparison is very traditional right. <laughs> to them, like, you know, like the rising alt scene. And I'm like, yeah, mom, it's like, it's it's funny that it's, it's not funny, yeah. you know? Like we're really working on something here. And she's like, okay. It's 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 a critique of what we do in the same way that it is what we do. <laughs> and, our, and our parents come and are like, I just love that you have friends. <laughs> I love that you're doing something. You found a community that supports you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this maybe not isn't the. I mean, it it is and it isn't the right time. But I was at um, a Studio Eleven show. Thank you, Studio recently. Eleven, every Friday night at ten thirty at the It's amazing. Plug plug. I can't. And uh, there was a parent in the audience, yes. and the only reason that I knew it was a parent is because every time their child walked on yeah. stage, he would stand up. Yeah. <laughs> to him and it was just like the most endearing the most earnest like I'm here to say you go son that's my son and then like every time he would say something not even like a, a punchline or like a joke but just like you know feeding into the sketch or whatever um, he would as if it was the funniest thing he had ever heard like throw his head back in laughter and I'm just like that's my parents yeah. <laughs> when they come to see me they're like the ones like there she is <laughs> standing up it was very very sweet it was I so kn- fun I know whose dad that is and yeah. I can't wait to send this to him when it comes out but 
his, that same man also, uh, I recently auditioned for a television show that I didn't get and his, he told, he had told, he had told his dad about it, which is yeah. totally fine. Like we're friends. Yeah. And now every time his dad. It was Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. It was taken off air. So that's why <laughs> I didn't get it only. No other reason. Next time, honey, it's for you. Uh, but he knows that I went out for the show mm-hmm. and, uh, he every time he sees me now he like he like gives me a real he like grabs my shoulder and he's yeah. like hey you just keep swinging for the fences amazing <laughs> amazing it is, and it's like not it's like I, that could be patronizing but it's so not it's like so for endearing. him it's so yeah. sweet and yeah. endearing and like nice he's yeah a, he's a nice guy it is great when you get um you know like you get something and then your parents are like or i mean pe- people that just don't get it yeah. You know, like I, I had a friend that, you know, got signed to like an agency, which was amazing for, for them. And my mom was just like, well, why don't you just do what they did? And I'm like, ah, honey, she is. <laughs> Baby. Honey. Uh, right. I'm like, it's a once in a, you know, it's the right time, right place, right yeah. set, right clip, right every person, everything. Like it's so happenstance. And I'm just like, you don't think that I'm sending packets in? Right. <laughs> you think I'm just like bouncing around <laughs> town, like just on the bus, hoping to get discovered, you know? Right. <laughs> just, just singing while I wait tables, hoping that someone I serve is an executive. Exactly. Right. I did serve a uh, Charlotte once uh, it was Thank her birthday you. and she is an executive yeah, she, she took me right in she's like harold team for you i guess she, uh, i <laughs> honestly one thing about me is that i'm fully obsessed with sharna yeah you were telling me i think she is i think she's so funny and cool okay send her my clip i guess send her your clip yeah you <laughs> yeah. can get up on a harold that's great um no because it was like it was her birthday and i like recognized her but i was like i don't think that's her um because she wasn't in I.O., you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, weird. she can't be here, wherever, the, wherever <laughs> no, no. this is. How would she possibly get here? Right. Um, and then they sang happy birthday to her, and it was like, happy birthday, Sharna. And I was like, should I give her my card, you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'll just finish. It'll be fine. Um, all right, well, now it's almost, it's time for the game. The game that everybody's crazy about. Hot or just tall? Everyone's talking about. Everybody's talking talking about about it. Hot or just tall? Hot or just tall, guys. You can play along uh, with Caleb on Instagram uh, at Crushes Podcast um, in the stories. That's where it's going to be at. Um, So, I don't know if you have played before. I have. I play play every story. Love this. Love this. Yes. Yes, I know. They're obsessed. I'm a stan. Um, So, you know the rules of the game. I have five celebrities here and I'm going to ask you if you think they are hot or if they are just tall. Easily. But just tall um, doesn't mean that they are actually tall. It means they're just good at their craft. Yes, or... thank you. You don't have to tell a stand. A stand knows. What? Okay. I know I know what Honey, the rules are. Thank you. But the people um, in the pod need People know, listening, yeah. You know, they're just good. Like Dave Franco, to you he's hot. To me, maybe he's just tall. Yeah. You know? And we can agree to disagree. We don't have to fight about it because I would never fight with right. you. I would never. And I would fight with you, but... <laughs> Good thing we have this fence in between us here. Um, Okay, so let's get started. Uh, First one on the list is, of course, John Hamm. He's hot. He is hot. You know, I mean, even this picture is very hot. Also, like, there are pictures of him rolling around with like apparently he has like a huge dick so that's hot yeah, too his vibe is hot too he has a hot energy as he well. has a bde yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well. also we know from the pictures of him just walking around the street he also ha- he has maybe not just bde but just bd <laughs> he's just got a situation he has going BD. On. good for him he's hot um i think he got hotter after Mad Men, though can I also say, I need to yeah. clarify for the listeners, for anyone who cares, mm-hmm. I think that having uh, a big dick is really uh, unsettling and upsetting. <laughs> it's upsetting. I never want someone to bring a big dick to me. Mm-mm. Never bring a big dick to me. No. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Leave it at home. 
I don't have an, have an average or small dick for me as far as I'm concerned. That's much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just too much pressure. Hotter after Mad Men, though. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Hotter after Mad Men. Okay. Next one is um, controversial. Jesse Smollett. Hot. Yeah. He's hot. Take away everything else. If I just see this man leave walking it. on the street, he's <laughs> leave hot. It. Leave it all. Yeah. Take it away or Take leave it. Take it. I don't. He's I think hot. he's hot. Yeah. I mean, he's hot and also he'll do anything for fame, which is hot. Yeah. <laughs> which I can relate to. And also his character on Empire is like very like at odds with his dad because he's gay and he's a struggling artist and he's not. I'm like, that's hot. Yeah. That's hot as well. Yeah. I don't. I've never watched Empire, but. Good uh, show. I like that storyline though. Good show. Um, Next one coming up, Chris Evans. Chris Evans is hot. I think he's just tall. That's going to be a just tall for me. Listeners, <laughs> you're probably wondering how we got here. Record yeah. Scratch. Now that I really... <laughs> take a pause. And I guess you're wondering, <laughs> how do we find ourselves in this little predicament? <laughs> what is he, Captain America? Sure. I think, yeah. I don't watch superhero movies. Nah, I just, I, I see a gif. <laughs> Have you ever seen, so I think he was a little, I think he was a little hotter like six years ago. I'll say that. Okay. Um. Also, this picture is him at TIFF, which I've been to, not to brag. <gasps> Uh, and it was anyone who ever gets the chance to go should go. It's amazing. Uh, but have you ever seen that video of him hitting on a girl in a parking garage? No. It's really hot. It's oh. really hot. Oh, no. It's really hot. Watch the video. Watch the video and let me know if you change your mind. Who's the girl? Uh, she's just some random was she person, into it? I believe. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he, okay, it, it's very like, she's like, yes. Who yes. recorded that? I don't know, but it's hot. <laughs> like CCTV is just like, zoom in on that. Zoom in. <laughs> we gotta see. Chris is spitting game over there. Get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh his instagram is mostly just like him and his dog which i think is hot but it's just hot because he just has a dog so that would be just tall um the nuances of this game okay the next one coming up uh also from tiff you could tell she was uh scrolling through a certain website thank you the weekend uh just musically talented <laughs> It's just tall. Unbelievable what he looks like without his hair. Yeah. Like he under his I mean, he's like broke up with Gigi Hadid. No, Bella Hadid. Uh and like got, redid his hair. He grew um one mustache. A uh, mustache. Uh, a mustache. Barely recognizable. Yeah. Let me get a good look. Um I think he's hot. I think he has a nice smile. I bet he's tall too. Let me look at his legs. <laughs> he looks good in a suit. And just so you guys know, Deanna is zooming in on his legs, as she says. Yeah, I'm trying to zoom in on them, see how long. <laughs> Maybe there's a quarter for scale on the ground. Uh, <laughs> I think he's hot. Maybe if we got together, I'd be like, honey, shave the mustache. But yeah. he kind of looks like um, a young Eddie Murphy, just with the mustache. So. Uh, uh, now that I say that, so. I'm never taking it back. You're like, okay, what do you think about that then? Um, next one coming up is, okay, this was a listener submit. Okay. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Just tall. Just tall. Just on Twitter. Just tall. Yeah. Just I mean, Paula Skaggs, friend of the show, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, she she says something that really, really makes me laugh whenever I see him is that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is like a theater kid's dream come to life. Yes. Like he made a wish on a star yes. and this is his his reality. You know, we're all living other worlds where we're the star, but this one is his. Yeah. Because like... He's on James Corden doing singing songs with Emily Blunt. You know, he married his high school sweetheart after years. Yeah. Or no, it was like his high school crush. 
that he like lived his life and then found her later in life and was like, marry me. And she was like, okay. And it's like, this is a movie. Yeah. His life. And I, I think he's, I think he, you, the problem with Lin-Manuel Miranda is me. I'm the problem. Like he is so positive and I yeah. think he's so great. And I think yeah. he does only good things he and it really just does. makes me sick. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. When he gets on Twitter and he's like, good morning all. Are we ready to kick today's butt? I'm like, light it up like stars in the, I'm like, shut <laughs> up. It's 9am. Stop it. Right. Stop. I can't do it. That positivity is too much. I think if I knew, here's the thing. I can't handle it on my feed from someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. If I ever was in a situation in life where I got to be in real life friends with Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think I would love his energy in real life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh Yeah. I mean, if any of my friends woke up and tweeted, like, let's grab the day. Here we go. I'd be like, what's wrong with you? You must be severely depressed. Right. Like someone has harmed you. Honey, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a DM sort of. Um, I can't imagine having that energy first thing in the morning. To, I never have. I never have. To send it into the universe to be like, here we go. It's like, And in fairness to him, maybe, maybe it's a situation where like, I never, I never would get online and tell the world like today we're, here's we're gonna do X. Yeah. Like I would never ever do that. But yeah. I'm like I also don't have a platform. No one cares. Like, <laughs> like, maybe, well, like maybe people genuinely are turning to him and are like I'm gonna get through working in a lumber yard today because Lin Manuel said grab life by the horns. I hope so, dear God. <laughs> and I don't have that. That are reaching. That are going to his page for support and guidance. Um, as as I drive my pickup truck to a to a cave <laughs> yeah. to dig rocks. For 13 hours, I, I look at Lynn Manuel's Twitter and I say, I, today I will be a, a ray of light. If he believes in me, I believe in me. Right. Yeah. Celebrities that tell people like, you can do anything. I'm just like, it's a great thing. Right. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. It's like when Jim Carrey's always saying, like Jim Carrey, I feel like is constantly doing an, a, a version of an interview where he's like, I wish everyone in the world could be rich and famous so they would know it doesn't solve anything. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I would love to try that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to Honestly, figure that Jim, out. Me too, honey. Yeah. Yeah. I would kill for you to be right about that <laughs> because I would be on the other side of having money and fame. Yeah. I'd still be depressed, but at least I wouldn't be in debt. Uh-huh. Like, also, do you think that's profound? I'd have the problems I have now, but with money and fame. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Poor Jim Carrey. You know, like, it's all, it's not all fun and games, okay, until they ask you to make the mask number four. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stop. Just go do your paintings. <laughs> Does he do paintings now? Have you not seen Jim Carrey's paintings? No. Have we? You have to check them out. I must. Yeah. Okay. Been doing for the past twenty years. Producer yeah. Aaron can confirm. Aaron's Aaron's out of his chair for the paintings, and I agree. <laughs> Screaming about it. It's kind of like how George Bush is doing paintings. It is exactly like that. <laughs> Everyone that Jim Carrey sent to war to die, he now paints. <laughs> Everyone that Jim Carrey killed in the mask universe, he now paints. <laughs> and it's a coffee table book. Okay, that's on my Amazon wish list now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll look into it. Oh my god, that's great. Um, I think that's it. that was hotter just tall. We that was it. John Hamm, Jesse Smollett, Chris Evans, The Weekend, Lin Manuel Miranda. There you um, have it. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Kayla, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Literally a delight. I'm so thrilled that you were able to come on. Um, do you have anything you would like to plug before? We what I want to say to everybody is that I am on Twitter at Caleb Says Things. Yes. And that I also am at IO every Friday night at 1030 with the show Studio 11, which was mentioned in the pod. It's an amazing show. You got to go see it. Uh, it's like 
the most talked about sketch show at everyone on it is a complete star it's an amazing it's amazing you you do nothing but stars everyone on there is a complete star it's kind of crazy like because you know that when you go see it and then like you just see everybody come out and you're just like oh my god they're all here i stand in awe every week it's kind of like all your you know hate to say it it's amazing um thank you so much for being on the podcast honey thank you honey guys go follow him on uh twitter Guys, follow Deanna or I will jump in front of a bus. You must follow me, please. You don't want Cam to jump in front of a bus? You don't. You know where, you know where to find me at Deanna Ortiz underscore at Crushes Podcast on every single thing. You know, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Tinder, we're on Bumble. Like, find us. We're building brands. <laughs> Here we are. Um, I just want to say before we go, honey, is that I have such a big crush on you. <sighs> I literally have such a crush <laughs> on me as well. <laughs> <laughs> and on you. Okay, okay. No, I, I, I know my place. <laughs> and, on, and on Aaron. Nope. Oh. There it is. We all got crushes. And on the pod. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. And remember before you go is that I have a crush on you too. I want to make you know. know, 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 know.